0: Hey, everybody, how you doing? Well, that's good. i uh, just going to wait a second, wait for everyone to get here, I guess. I uh, don't see anyone has joined me. One person is here. Uh, yeah, so big, big comeback win for the Flyers tonight, 6-5. to five. Uh, Man, they, they played about as bad as uh, as you can play in that first period. I was really worried. I said you're going to learn a lot about this team uh, this week. Um following that Anaheim loss they played the worst game I think they've played since like last February uh, a, a Tuesday against Anaheim it was just it was just disgustingly bad and uh, I wanted to see if that was going to become a trend or if they were gonna bounce back and uh, get right back to playing the good hockey that they've played for most of this season and the first period tonight I, I, I had me worried I thought oh okay this is um this is going to be a problem. This is going to be an issue for this Flyers team. Uh, They're going to, it's just going to be another one of those up and down years when they're good, they're good when they're bad. uh, They fall into, into bad stretches, but you know, they come back tonight, win six to five, uh, just come out, outscore their opponent in the second and third, just played, uh, just played some good hockey. So uh, I'm, I'm pretty pleased with what I saw in the second and third period tonight. I got to say, I mean, six goals in 40 minutes. That's a, that's a hell of an effort for anybody. Um, you know, maybe uh, maybe the standings say the Flyers lost, but uh, as far as I'm concerned, Al Gore won the election in 2000 as well. I mean, like, he did. So did the Flyers tonight. They won. They scored six goals. The opponents scored five. That's all there is to it. Uh, the Flyers won tonight. Uh, for some reason, the officials decided not to count two. You know, that's all well and good, I guess. You can just not count some goals every now and then. Um you know that's that's the NHL, and they just make the rules up as they go along. Okay, that's that's gonna be some adversity the Flyers are gonna have to fight through. It's gonna be hilarious when they miss the uh, when they miss the playoffs by two points. That's gonna be real fun for everybody in Philadelphia. Uh, but uh, I, I can't say I was uh, disappointed in tonight's game at all. Uh, the effort after the first period. Uh, they seem to really really get some things going. My God, I just want to talk about the top line. That's really all I want to talk talk about is the the uh, the emergence of Sean Couturier. I mean, what he had uh, he had the goal that counted. He had the goal that should have counted, and he had an assist tonight. So th- that's a hell of a night for uh, for number one center Sean Couturier. I'm really uh, I'm I'm really just loving uh, watching that line come into its own. Jake Voracek, Jake Voracek, after all of that, after everything, uh, he's a uh, He's gone through um, this season in terms of just not being able to buy a goal. He had that. He had that empty netter. He rang off the post. Leads the team in shots and shot attempts, and uh, throws a puck out front, and it bounces off a defenseman's knee into the net. Uh, that's going to hopefully open the floodgates for uh, for Voracek. Giroux continues to you know really look good, uh, improve. Uh, Get comfortable on that wing. Just uh, I, the dynamic on that line is a lot of fun. Uh, outside of that, the top, the uh, top defensive unit of Ivan Provorov and Shane Gostasbear was looked. I mean, they looked good tonight. I, I liked what I saw. Both of them, I think, had a couple of points. Uh, it was, it was, a, you know, a good effort overall. It's just the first period. They have to do something about these first periods. Uh, they're becoming a problem. It was. Um it wasn't as big of an issue when they just weren't scoring, but now it's uh it's more than just not being able to uh to outscore their opponents. Is this like yeah, that looks better, right? Uh it was it was an, it was an issue when they just weren't scoring in the first period, but they were able to compensate for that. But now the last couple of nights, I mean, the first period against Anaheim, the whole game, but in the first five minutes of that Anaheim game, it was like, this game's a disaster. And they came out, uh, the Flyers came out again tonight in Ottawa, and uh, the, the first period was just absolutely terrible. Uh, we have a decent amount of people here. I mean, yeah, 100, 100-some people here want right now want to celebrate this big 6-5 to win, a uh, big comeback for the Flyers. So let's uh, let's just open it up. I don't even have that much to say. I mean, You all saw what happened tonight. You all saw what happened tonight. They played terrible in the first period. They came back in the second and third. Uh, Michael Neuvert wasn't very good, but he made some big stops late. Uh, Radko Kogutus got got an ejection for – I don't know. If he got the – I didn't see a good angle of it. If he got the forearm in there, it's not the cleanest hit. But like five – like an ejection – I. Uh, it, this is just – it's a different league now. Um, well, you know, the top line, top D pairing looked good. Uh, I, I liked what I saw overall tonight, but the uh, – they got to figure out these first periods. So let's just open it up to you guys. Uh, uh, we'll we will see how long this goes tonight. Let's just uh, – let me scroll up here. Uh, Anaheim and the first period are all on hack. Anytime there's a change on the back or forward line, coaches. Team to be passive, no creativity for about four periods. Uh, these are grown men. They go out and they're supposed to go out and make plays. I really seriously doubt the coach is telling really talented, you know, NHL players go out and don't make a play. They just need to come out with the intensity that uh, that they play with for most of the season so far, and that they had in the third period tonight. It has not. I I, I want to blame the coach for a lot. Trust me, I have begun to turn on. Uh, I have begun to turn on Dave Hackstall, but I, I, I can't blame him for. You know, he doesn't go out there and skate. It's 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 the players on the ice who have to go out and skate. Uh, stop! They are a 500 team. Okay, not not what I saw tonight. I saw them outscore their opponent six to five tonight. Remember when one of the Flyers' goalies had his glove literally knocked away right before the goal went in, and that was a clean goal. is absolutely nothing wrong in its interference. Yeah, that was um. I've never seen an interference call like that before. Because For there to be interference, there um, needs to be some kind of, what's the word? Oh, yes, interference. Uh, he needs to interfere with what happened. There was none. That was one of the absolute worst calls I've ever seen. Andrew, go back to Pittsburgh. Good one, Steve. No, I just don't put blinders on, Andrew. Like, have you ever done this before? Have you ever heard me come on here and criticize the team? Like, I do it nonstop. I do an I do a seventy-minute show every Monday where I rip this team. I come on this I come on this post-game show after every game and rip this team. After the first period tonight, the Flyers played very good hockey. They've played very good hockey for most of this season. Uh, they've had a chance to win or. Yeah, they've had a chance to win every game except the Anaheim game. That's what I want out of a young team that's, you know, just coming into their own – There was a pair of Sanheim and Haig tonight. That's two rookie defensemen. Your top pair of defensemen was a third-year player and a second-year player. You're missing – I know he's not good and we don't like him, but Andrew McDonald, alternate captain, you're missing him and have to make arrangements. All of a sudden Brandon Manning has to play more. You have a Gudis Manning playing. Gudis hasn't been good all year. So you're having to make adjustments right now. Nolan Patrick is out. Uh, They're just – they're trying to figure some things out right now. And this is what – if they're going to lose, I want them to lose because they're a young team getting things figured out. And that's what I'm seeing now. Uh, you know, Matt Reed had to play tonight. Yuri Latera had to play tonight. I love the effort for what I saw out of a shorthanded team after the, uh, after the first period, which was absolutely terrible. Was that wraparound attempt by Coots in the overhead camera? view tsn kept showing i didn't see it go in uh yeah it's uh it's there's a there's a back angle that it was absolutely in he um you see it basically cross the line and then you see it in the back of anderson's glove um which is very clearly over the line it was very much a goal uh any, any call that it's not a goal was incorrect that's it was a completed play well then you don't know what you're doing I mean we have enough evidence that NFL or NHL referees have no idea what they're doing see the deciding game of the 2017 Stanley Cup final referees don't know what they're doing when it comes to blowing the whistle Bill I'm sad to stat I'm sad to see the stash go Andrew blindly. Andrew, go be negative somewhere else. Like, wh- why are you here then, man? Like, oh, they suck. No, they didn't suck tonight. They scored six goals. I don't care that the referees decided not to count two of them. They scored six goals. That's good. Uh, if only there was a secret, powerful mustache that could restore the Flyers' luck. You know what, Mike? I got to say, they were playing a lot better when I had it. Uh, it's not Hackstall. He's not going anywhere. That's an unwarranted stupid t- con. It was a tie game at the end, but the refs ruined it. No, they won, actually. It wasn't even a tie game. They won it in regulation. Uh, they lost. Comeback win. Yeah, they won. They they won the night. They outscored the other team. Uh, thoughts on the goodest hit? Look, maybe... Like, two minutes if you have to throw something at him to me. Another layer in the call issues. Uh, after the – it seemed to me as if they didn't want to let the game get out of hand. Uh, after the initial no goal on the phantom goalie interference, uh, Gudis comes in like a freight train and wrecks a guy. Uh, if he I – didn't, I didn't see an angle. Uh, but it looked as if he got the one arm kind of up around the head area, like he forearmed him in the chin or like in the face. And uh, if that, if the refs are just trying to keep order and Gudis has a reputation that he's earned and there's a number of things adding up, I don't have a huge problem with it. Um, I think the league is uh, – they crack down on the weirdest stuff, man, like – I just wish I could get an explanation for some of the calls that are calls, some of the calls that aren't, but, I, you know, if uh, this is one, if, if there was contact to the head, um, and they're trying to keep the game in order, I don't have a huge problem with it. Uh, the intent to blow the whistle is absolute BS. Yeah, especially, like, half the time they have the whistle in their mouth. Like, the intent is the signal from your brain to your lips. Like, there's no... Like, uh, yeah. He keeps playing Brandon Manning. He doesn't have – who do you want him to play? You want him to play Matt Reed on the blue line? Like, this is is the team. No team is – no matter what the lineup is, you're not going to like every player in the lineup. I promise you. Granted, they could do more to improve this lineup, but this is who the team is right now. Dave Haxtell doesn't go out there and skate. They need to skate in first periods if they want to win games. 30 seconds in the game hurts. Big surprise it was brand new. Yeah. Uh, which was worse, the first missed goal or the second? Um, I can see how the puck gets swallowed up in the second one and you blow the whistle, but it didn't seem as if the whistle had already been blown. And they said they didn't use the term. The whistle was blown or intent to blow or anything. Uh, they said the play had been deemed complete. So basically they lost sight of the puck that's that's what happened there and i can see how that can happen it was a it was it was a scramble in front it was a play you don't see all that often goalie's glove is already over the line the puck disappears into it but that back angle you can clearly see the puck over the line into the but the first one because it was there has to be interference for there you have to interfere with the guy for it to be goalie interference like it's the simplest concept. It's in the name of the call. Interference. You have to interfere. At no point was he interfered with. I That call made absolutely no sense. Uh, was it just me or could anyone else feel that third Ottawa goal going in before the shot was even taken? Sure would be cool to have confidence in goaltending. Neuvert had a bad game night. I really like Neuvert's season so far, and I liked how they were handling Neuvert uh, for the most part. Uh, they know that they can only get thirty starts out of Neuvert. So they were just kind of okay, we're gonna put you out there and then we're not gonna we're not gonna overextend you because we know what happens when we do that. So we're just gonna we're just gonna keep your uh we're just gonna keep your starts to a minimum. We're gonna get you that those thirty starts. That that seems to be your your area there that you can, you can get through, but tonight was one of his bad games, but he's been excellent up until now. I'm not ready to jump on uh, Michael Neuvert other than to say he was absolutely not good tonight, but he did make some big saves down the stretch. Uh, let's see how he plays in his next game. I doubt he'll be in on uh, what is it? today is Thursday. So Saturday against uh, Saturday against Montreal. Uh, I doubt he'll be in. Um, the earliest we see him again is next week. I bet Elliot. I bet Elliot gets Saturday and then Monday, and then maybe we see uh, maybe we see Neuvert again after that. Our fourth line is our second line. The middle six is a mess right now. It uh, started to come together. It started to come together a little bit like halfway through tonight's game because the first period, the uh, yeah, the second and third lines were not good. We're starting to see Konechny start to break out. We're starting to see. Some of the guys uh, get their legs moving. The uh, the middle six started to play a little better, I thought, halfway through the game tonight. But man, the uh, these first periods, first periods are killing them right now. Uh, everyone's saying it was in. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was, you see it over the line, you see his glove over the line, and you can clearly see the entire puck, like, enter his glove. It was one of the best, like, camera angles I've seen of a play like that, and they still couldn't get it right because the referees had deemed the play complete. Yeah, it was complete because the puck crossed the line, which is a goal, which ends play. But, you know, eh, Flyers won tonight. Good game, guys. Uh, where's Provorov's veteran partner? You know, we we've been joking about that, but... I can't say there's not something there. I can't say that when a team goes on and on about a guy's uh, leadership, about all the different aspects, uh, uh, all the different intangibles, that that player being Andrew McDonald, I can't totally discount it. But, you know, the leaders on this team, Claude Giroux, Jake Voracek, Wayne Simmons, Shane Gostas Bear, Sean Couturier, these guys need to be the ones who are like, we cannot come out flat again. That's and against Montreal, who's really off to a hot start and have a ton of firepower, they cannot come out the way they came out tonight, uh, over against Anaheim. That will be that will be a disaster. It won't be three nothing after the first. It will be five nothing and they won't they won't let up. They have the firepower to put like eight on you like the Flyers did on Washington. Uh They actually scored seven. Uh, Provorov is the best second-year defenseman I've seen in years. Um, okay. He's uh, – I really like the way – I really liked a lot of what I saw out of him tonight. I really like the pairing with Shane Goss spare. Um I haven't loved his full – Season so far, uh, that's I'm not gonna tell you he's played badly. Uh, he was not good against Anaheim, but no one was. That was that's the one thing uh, when I talk about a game like the Anaheim game on Tuesday, no one was good. So it's really hard to draw conclusions out of a game. Uh, you know, the defense is bad, the goalie's bad, the power play's bad. Every, when the entire team is bad, it's hard to draw those uh, – it's hard to – you kind of just want to throw the tape away and go, let's see what happens tomorrow. Uh, and outside of the first period tonight, I think they showed that uh, they're not the team that uh, that got killed by the Ducks. Do you have the video of the no goal? I do not. I bet you there's um video on NHL.com maybe. Uh, hey there, I'm not sure if anyone has said it yet, uh, but I beat everybody in post-game and back of the studio on this regardless. It was a good goal, not even going to say his name again. but Our wonderful friend in the stripes. This is, this is a lot. This is a lot here. I'm not going to read the rest of that. Will those review goals ever get re-reviewed? I mean... The league, I feel like uh, the NFL does that. The NFL will now and then, like, put out a statement like, yeah, roughs were wrong. Uh, I feel like the NHL just kind of goes, yeah, the call was the call. And, you know, they're they're talking to the war room in Toronto while they're making these ASN 9 calls. So I can't believe they would put out a statement and go, yeah, like 12 people got this call wrong. And actually 12 people got two different calls wrong in the same game, disallowing two goals. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. The Yes, Evan. Uh, I know we won tonight, but don't you think not having those two points could easily hurt us during the playoffs push? Absolutely. Yeah, no, it's going to, uh, I said at the start, it's going to be funny when they miss the playoffs by two points and we all look back at Ottawa. You all know how much I hate Ottawa. I friggin' hate Ottawa. I hate Ottawa more than the Penguins. I said this on Tuesday and I stand by it. I could not stand that franchise. Uh, the one thing I will say about the Ottawa senators is they have an excellent DJ. Uh, at Senators DJ on Twitter. He's a he's a good dude. He'll take your requests. Uh, he's actually cool. He plays some good music up there. But other than that, there's nothing good about the Ottawa Senators. They are the worst. Martin Havlat is still hiding in the penalty box. Games like this make me not want to watch hockey. Games like this make me want to play hockey. Oh, my God. This kind of stuff just reminds me of losing my shit when I was 17 years old. I, I, I always loved I always loved this kind of stuff. Uh, what I played, I loved the controversial stuff. Uh, Thursday night football refs hired for all the Flyers games for remainder of the season. Yeah, did uh, did Kiko get kicked out for that hit tonight? I was trying to follow that whole storyline on uh, his hit on Flacco tonight, but I I didn't uh, I didn't see if he actually got kicked out. Oh, wow, I'm really far behind in the comments here. Giving up a lot, but it takes of from best second-year defenseman in the league to perpetual Norris candidate. Uh, I'm just going to scroll down to try to catch up here. He didn't get kicked out. It was just a 15-yard penalty. Cool, man. (laughs) I didn't think I would see the day where the NFL is officiated – with tougher, uh, allowing the players to play tougher than, uh, than the NHL, but now you breathe on a goalie and doesn't even count. Uh, Sons of Penn have footage of no goal. Uh, yeah, they, check out Sons of Penn on, uh, on Twitter, all their gifts. They'll probably be in the GIF recap if they don't have it up on their website tonight. Uh, they always have, uh, have a ton of gifs. Uh, a Mac D is nah. I'm worried. Uh, Toronto is going to light up Elliot Saturday. Elliot's been up and down, man. Uh, uh, he he's had a couple of bad games, but until uh, what was it? he's he's had a nine thirteen or better save percentage in what, three of his five starts. Uh, so he, he's an up and down guy. He's Steve Mason. When he gets hot, he's fine. Uh, he's Western Conference Steve Mason. He catches with the opposite hand. Uh, he's a bit of a slow starter. He, he had a terrible start in Calgary last year. And then uh, after the first you know, 12 starts of his season, he was very good. Uh, fell apart in the playoffs. But... Uh, I think Elliott will be competent, and he was brought in here to be competent, Uh, and Neuvert is here to be a very good backup. That's his role. He was very bad tonight, um, but again, still made some key saves down the stretch, Uh, but he's here to make 30 starts, and hopefully 27 of them are very good. That's, That's what we're hoping for out of Neuvert. What would you do to rear the second and third lines, if anything? Um, they just need Nolan Patrick back. Uh, that line, um, I mean it, i am so tempted to wanna put Patrick with um, with Raffle and Konechny, but I don't want to break up the the Lawton Raffle Lear line. I just do not want it to happen. I thought the uh, I thought the Patrick Connectney Weiss line was starting to uh, show some, was starting to grow together, starting to uh, show some chemistry. And then, you know, Weiss has some, Weiss has some questionable play. He gets eight minutes against Edmonton. Then he's on the fourth line on Tuesday. Tonight he's, he's scratched altogether. Nolan Patrick's out. So we kind of have, we kind of have this, you know, mishmash line. Uh, and Philpola Wheel and uh, Philpola Wheel and Simmons. I can't there are two lines performing so well. It's really tough to uh it's really tough to to make a move there. The one thing I can think of is um I mean at some point I would like to see Mike Vecchioni get a shot. Uh you know, he's he's down there. Uh Oscar Limbaugh, I fully expect to see at some point this year but uh, there's just not a roster spot for him right now. He's got some things he needs to work on. But he's been playing well uh, over the last couple games with the Phantoms. He's improving. He's getting more comfortable, uh, figuring out what he needs to work on and all that. I fully expect Blom to be up. Uh, I would like to see Vecchione up, and I feel like those two just kind of, those two just kind of fix those problems. Of okay, let's replace Filippo. Let's let's replace Weiss, and there you go. Those are your those are your guys there. You keep saying Montreal, but it's Toronto Saturday. Do I? All of the goaltending debate doesn't matter in three or four years when one of the kids comes up, maybe we will have an actual number one. Yeah, but like that's not about. That's not what we're talking about right now. Uh, like they need to figure out what the situation is right now, and I think they are. Um, you need to get 45 50 starts out of Elliott, and you need to get 30 you need to get 30 good ones out of Neuvert. Uh, bill we sat were you surprised I was surprised he didn't sit on Tuesday uh, I he like I, he played like eight minutes against Edmonton and it was by far the least amount of ice time uh, I was really just expecting him to come out of the lineup and then all of a sudden Taylor Lear's sitting and I figured, oh well, he must still be hurt, even though Hextall said he's good to go. And then Charlie O'Connor tweeted, uh, tweeted, I guess it was Tuesday night um, after the game, uh, he got confirmation that it was a healthy scratch for Lear for whatever reason. I mean, I love when I love seeing like when national stories start to come out. Oh yeah, Flyers might have the best fourth line in hockey: Lawton, Lear, and Raffle. And then the next game. Lear is in the press box and Dale Weiss is playing, but we uh, we sat tonight, which was a bit of a surprise, just because um, just because they're a little a little short-handed without Nolan Patrick. But I mean, I'm happy about it. I just I just don't want to watch Dale Weiss anymore. I don't care if the replacement is Laterra. I don't care if the replacement is is Matt Reed. I just don't want to watch Dale Weiss. I just have an issue with him, and maybe it's not fair. Maybe he's just as good or better than those other guys, but I just don't want to watch him anymore because he bothers me. Okay. Uh... What would you do about a Jason Peters replacement? I'd roll with Vitae, man. Uh, Vitae played real well. Uh, he played real well against the Redskins. Um, I don't want to weaken the right side of the Eagles line. Uh, it's, you know, it's offensive line play is mostly about chemistry. Uh, I like what they have going with Brooks and Johnson. So just let Vitae do his thing over there. Maybe Brent Selleck just get gets some more reps and helps out. Uh, you chip with the back every now and then, keep it back in to protect a little bit more. But uh, I think they can kind of do it by committee. Uh, anybody miss Amac Mac map, you know, I'm not going to rule it out. I'm not saying it's the reason, uh, I'm not saying it's the reason that they've come out flat the last two nights that they just haven't, uh, had that they just haven't had, uh, I don't know, the same, the same energy to start games. They just haven't had this, the same poise. But when you hear all the quotes coming out of the locker room about the things that Andrew McDonald, the things they like about having Andrew McDonald as a teammate and then you see what they lack these last two games. I'm not going to rule it out entirely. I think it's probably overblown. I think it's a little I think it's a little much to say that's the reason, but it's not nothing. That's what I'll say. It's um it's not nothing. Do you think Moran will finally get called up? Um man, I really thought I really thought uh he would be up for uh, Ottawa and Toronto, but he's not up. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't know if uh, if there's maybe some if there's maybe some discipline for the Gudis hit. I mean, who else is left? McDonald's hurt. Gudis will be suspended. Uh, it'll have to be Moran, right? They'd have to call him up in that situation. But I don't expect any secondary discipline. I feel like uh, feel like a, an ejection is um, is kind of. What they were if the idea was he kind of made some contact with the forearm to the head, and we're trying to keep the game under control um after the first disallowed goal we just didn't want this to be we we didn't want you know emotions to take over and the game get out of hand uh, I think the uh I think that punishment will do, and they won't need to supplement it with anything else, but if they do, I mean Moran's the only one left they don't have. Uh, they, they will have exhausted all their non-Moran options and everything they've, you know, tried to uh, everything they've done to avoid playing Samuel Moran to this point. Uh, but as of right now, I don't expect him to be called up because he hasn't been called up yet, and they just don't seem willing to do it. Do you think Gudis gets suspended? No, I don't. Uh Do you think Gudis gets <sighs> dealt while he still has value to clear space for Moran Manning won't get us anything in a trade and Moran has apparently been playing well for Lehigh Moran has been playing very well for Lehigh uh he's still I don't know if it's undisciplined or just aggressive and physical and he's huge so he's going to always take some penalties but I mean who takes more penalties than Gutis or Brandon Manning so it's not like you're losing anything there Uh, I always expected Radko Gutis to be the odd man out um because he is a pretty good player. He's a right-handed shot defenseman. Uh, he, he has quite a bit of value. His, uh, his underlying numbers are all pretty strong. Uh, he has a decent shot. Um, I always expected him to be the odd man out, but I expected it to be later, but they just seem completely, I, I always thought that deep down they wanted to part with Andrew McDonald and um, but that doesn't seem to be the case, you know, ever since they brought him back from, from his banishment to the AHL, he's played top line minutes basically. Uh, at first he played with, at first he played with Shane Goss Bear, and then until he got hurt, he played with Ivan Provorov. and those are your, your two biggest pieces on the back end. So they, they do, they do seem to like McDonald's. So I always expected Goodis to be the odd man out and it might come sooner than we thought. Um, if, uh, if they finally figure it's time to bring up Sam Moran, but they don't have another right-shot defenseman, which uh, right-shot defensemen have a ton of value. I think you could get a lot for Gutis, but um, I don't. It, it'll be a weird situation because they can play with six lefties. It's not ideal, but they have some guys who can play the right side. Uh, Travis Sanheim played the right side in Lehigh Valley last year. Robert Haig has already shown he can play the right side. Uh, Ghost can do it, even though he doesn't like it. So you have some options there. Um, But I expect Gutis to be dealt at some point. I don't know if it's this year. um, If they're in it, he's not going to get dealt. But if it's the trade deadline and it's like, let's get something for him, uh, I I could definitely see it happening. Does Hack need to be replaced? Um, You know, I've stuck up for Hack for a while, uh, a lot more than anyone else on BSH Radio, and it's because I've always been able to find justifications for things, even if it was stuff I didn't agree with. I looked at the reasoning and said, okay, that's his reasoning, and if that's his reasoning, it makes sense to him, so I will have to accept that. Now, I'm, like, looking for justification for sitting Taylor Lear for Dale Weiss. I'm looking for justification for playing Brandon Manning over Travis Sanheim. I'm looking for just, for justification as why Samuel Moran isn't here and Brandon Manning and Andrew McDonald are. And I can't find it. I cannot. It makes no sense. Um, so... Uh, do, does Hack need to be replaced? Not imminently, but do I think Dave Hackstall is the coach for this team when they finally are what they're supposed to be? I do not. Uh, no. He will probably be replaced. Uh, pretty sure Phil Myers is a right-handed shot. Myers and I believe Mark Friedman is as well, but uh, I still think they're a little bit away. Hexley lied about Moran. He said he'll make the roster. I I don't know about that. Um, you know. Sandheim and Hager here. Uh they both made the team. So I, I just feel like it's a it's a roster space thing. It's a uh it's a playing time thing, and they want, to, they want Moran to get better with the puck on his stick. He is not a strong puck handler. That is the worst part of his game. Uh, and if you look at what he's doing in the AHL right now, he's actually racked up some points. So it looks like it's been a point of emphasis for him, and he, he's actually working on it in games, and it's paying off. So if he is actually improving the one weak spot of his game down there, we're going to see. He's going to be up here this year at some point. Uh, trade Gutis to Toronto for JVR. I wouldn't. I wouldn't hate it. I wouldn't hate it. Even I'm. I'm just not a JVR guy. Um, it's a. It's a trade that probably makes sense. But um, what does JVR have left on his deal? Is it one or two years? Where are you, Toronto? Van Riemsdyk is an unrestricted free agent after this year. At four point two five, I don't love it. I don't love it. If he had another year left, I would, I would, uh, I would be for it. But not a, not a pending UFA. Hack finally showed emotion in an interview. Oh, I, I have the, I have a post game show on mute. I'll have to watch that later. How about Montreal for Galchenyuk? Someone should be able to rip Montreal off for Galchenyuk. Why can't it be Hextall? Absolutely. Oh, my God. Yes, take him. I love Radko Gudis, but for Galchenyuk, Shh, here. What else do you want? <laughs> uh, Moran this year compared to last year is clearly improved. I hope so. Uh, I From what I saw in training camp, he looked a lot more uh, – just a lot more – I don't want to say crisp. I don't know. He just looked more confident. Uh, last year, he looked like a big physical guy who knew his role. But this training camp, this preseason, he looked just like a more confident guy. Uh, do you think Lyon will come up? Uh, there's only so much goalie depth right now. Still, Lars is hurt. Uh, I just – I don't see uh, – I don't see a, who then would play for the Phantoms? Lyon is playing basically every game for the Phantoms. He played three nights in a row for them last week. Like, I just don't see I uh, – uh, I don't see why they would do that when they don't hate the goalies who are up here already. Saw him last night. Moran was making some nice breakout passes. Yeah, it's – um. That's if he really did just have a couple of things to work on and he was going to go down there and do that and improve. And I I expect him up here. Uh, That's, that's, I'm not looking at this as another lost year for Moran. It is very, very frustrating. Um, It's very frustrating that the 2013 first round pick has yet to join this team, uh, considering, you know, the second round pick from that year is here. The, uh, uh, the first-round pick from 2014 is here. The first-round pick from 2016 is here. Uh, or, no, what was Provrov? He was 2015, right? Rubsov was 2016. The first-round pick from 2017 is here. Both first-round picks from 2015 are here. It's very frustrating um, that Moran isn't here yet because he's been in the organization so long, and it is a constant position of need for this organization. But they have other guys in that role right now, and I do expect him up at this some point. So I'm trying to remain patient. Um, talk to me around Thanksgiving. Talk to me around Christmas. I might not be patient anymore about it, but this is, uh, this is what they are right now. how do you trade gudis when the flyers have such poor depth and right-handed defensemen um, you know you you can make it work uh, the flyers have had a bunch of the flyers have been lefty heavy before that's uh, it's it's not ideal but they can make it work they have guys who can play the right side uh, with left shots and i mean what what did uh? What did like? He's averaging, he's averaging less ice. Like it's he's never playing. The uh, what did I want to do? Let me see what kind of ice time Gudis is averaging this year. Um, like he right now he's getting third pair defenseman minutes. So two thirds of the game, you know, you're not a. You don't have a a right-handed defenseman on the ice. I don't see it being that big a deal. Yeah, Radko Gudis is averaging 16 minutes a game. Brandon Man- Manning's averaging 17 and a half. So Gudis is playing the least of the defensemen, basically. Um, it, it, that right-handed thing, yeah, it's, it's not great to not have any right-handed defensemen, but, I mean, he's out there with Brandon Manning playing third-pair minutes. If your first two pairs don't have a righty, what's what's the difference if the third pair doesn't have one? Fifteen minutes a game. Uh, if I was coach, I'd be telling my goalies to come out and make contact with the opposing forwards. Oh no, that should absolutely be a strategy now. And every time it's every time it's not called, Haxthall should lose his shit because that was the worst call. I like I, I hate I, I come on here and say we shouldn't blame the refs. Blah blah blah. I did the whole we won the night thing. Whatever, but that is maybe the worst call I've ever seen. The uh, w- <laughs> I can't understand how interference can be called when the goaltender was in no way interfered with. I just... Uh... All right, guys, uh, I think we're going to wrap it up tonight. It was a, it was a, uh, this was, this was absolutely a tough one. Oh, some people just joined. All right, do you want to hang out for a little longer? I could probably do a little longer. Uh, what kind of more questions do we have? Uh, how do the fans not realize that having three rookies on D would be a disaster? Sandheim has been pretty horrible defensively. No, he hasn't. Hagen Provey. Even had a few bad games recently. You need some experience on D. AMAC being out shows that clearly. I do think you need a little more experience back there, uh, but I don't think the defense has been that big of a disaster. And, I mean, no one blows more coverages than Brandon Manning, who has some of some – he's one of the most experienced guys out there. Uh, Sanheim was not good early. But he's been fine, pretty much defensively, uh, through most of his games. Uh, he took a little while to get comfortable. Uh, Haig, you know, he's getting comfortable. Uh, Provorov had a bad game in Anaheim. That I will give you. He was not good in Anaheim. But overall, uh, he, I, I think he's been fine. I don't think he's been great. I don't think it was. I don't think he's reached um, reached the level. That he reached last year when we really started to see how good Provorov was. I don't think he has played there consistently yet, but outside of the Anaheim game, I can't say he's been bad by any means. Um, but there are going to be growing pains with rookie defensemen, and that's fine. I always said if they're not going, if they're going to lose, I want them to lose for a reason. I want it to be a loss to grow into something. I want Sanheim and Haig and Provorov. And Moran as well, to be learning, to be out there learning so that when these situations matter in a year, they are ready to handle it. Uh, and it's frustrating right now, absolutely, because we want them to win every single game. I come on here and do this show. I can't come on here every time and say, oh, yeah, a year from now, everything will be cool, because who wants to do that? Like They're playing now. I want to enjoy it now. Um, they make some bad plays, but they also make some good plays. Travis Sandheim makes some passes through the neutral zone, uh, and he he cuts off uh, zone exits by the other team to extend uh, to extend offensive shifts. Just excellent. He makes some excellent plays out there, and you know he's a couple of games into his career, so it's uh, all these guys are only going to improve. And I just want to see get more. I just want to see them get more playing time. Yo, Bill, late to the party. Already talked about how bad Manning is. Yeah, I I don't get why Manning's in there. I really, for the life of me, that's the one thing I can't explain. I can't find justification for Dave Haxtell's thinking in that Brandon Manning is somehow giving you more than Sam Moran. Uh, I I can't find that one. That's the. This team isn't winning anything in at least two years. They've played really good hockey this year. Just enjoy the ride. If they make the playoffs, that's great. Enjoy a push to the playoffs this year. They are a borderline playoff team, again, as they have been the last couple of years. If they make it, we'll get to enjoy some good hockey. If they don't, we'll get to complain about it and wait for the draft. That's, That's who they are right now, but... You never know. You win. You get in, and anything to happen. Toronto will be tough. Uh, Toronto's going to be a tough game. Toronto is a really good team, but the Flyers have played some. Uh, Flyers have the Flyers have played some good teams tough this year. So I'm expecting a good game. Uh, I, I want to see it, and I want to see these young kids tested. It's a great test for some of these guys. Uh, maybe Nolan Patrick gets back in there. We'll see how he looks uh, against some of the. Some of those uh, opposing forwards that Toronto has, uh, you know, we'll get to see what Sanheim has uh, when Matthews is in front of him. We'll get to see what Haig has, you know, with uh, with Nylander and Marner in front of him, and all that. Like, it'll be a good test. Uh, I'm I'm hoping for a good game, and I just want to see how they do. All right, gang. Uh, I'm gonna wrap it up. Uh, this has been has been a good one. We've done uh, about 46 minutes here. Uh, I got to get some sleep. I did the overnight uh, last night over at WIP with Big Daddy Graham, and I am just absolutely wiped. Uh, it's always fun doing these with you guys. I will be. Uh, I'm gonna do as many of these as I can all season. You know, we have the uh, the checking out the competition pre games with uh, pre game interviews with the uh, the Flyers opponents, uh, people who cover. The Flyers opponents, I don't want to do those. I don't like interviewing people. I don't really like conversing with people or talking on the phone or any of that. So I volunteer for all the post games because I, lo- I like talking to you guys. I like fielding your questions. I like talking and reacting after the games. So we're going to keep doing this. Uh, I'm going to try to grab as many of these post games as possible. Uh, but Steph does a great job. Kelly does a great job. Charlie does a great job, too. I just really enjoy doing the post games. So I'm going to keep doing these uh, as much as I can throughout the season. Uh, it's, been a, it's been a great night uh you know, Flyers won tonight. the refs might not agree, but I saw the Flyers score more goals than their opponents. So that's uh, that's a good night, in my book. All right, take it easy guys. I will see you uh, next week. Uh, I think we're doing a group show on uh, on Saturday. I think we'll like all of us will be at a bar uh, after the Toronto game to uh, do a little post game. so that'll be fun. Uh, see you then guys. Hello.